Hey everyone, it's PJ. This is Friday of Holy Week. A lot happens on Friday of Holy Week.、Uh, you know about most of them.、Uh, just to give you a quick survey of the events, you have the betrayal and arrest of Jesus. You have the Jewish trial of Jesus, and you have Peter's、uh, denial of Jesus.、Uh, you see then the Roman trial of Jesus, and finally Jesus's role to Golgotha, his、uh, subsequent crucifixion, and his death and burial. So, a lot happens on Friday. I just want to take a moment and、uh, narrow in on. Uh, one thing,、uh, one of the things that Jesus said on the cross, probably the most significant thing that he said was, "It is finished. It is finished."、Um, and that statement, interestingly, is actually not a, a statement. It's actually a word. It a word. It's a word that means paid in full. So it's a word that signifies how Jesus had paid in full our debt of sin. Now, as if to emphasize、uh, the significance of that and the application of that, Jesus also says、uh, to the thief, one of the thieves hanging on the cross next to him, "Truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise."、Uh, so, for this man who has、uh, lived a、uh, sinful life. Uh, never had a chance to do any good works to, in a way, atone for or make up for any of his wrongdoings. He didn't even sacrifice anything at the temple. To him, simply, he says, "Today you'll be with me in paradise." So, for the thief, all that is required for him to be forgiven, for his sins to be removed, for him to enter the kingdom of God forever, was finished on behalf of him、um, through the death of Jesus Christ. Now this application is、uh, huge. It, it's, it applies across the board to all of God's people. When you look at the、uh, Old Testament,、uh, there's a, a good amount of、uh, the Old Testament scriptures that de- that's devoted to explaining and describing all the various sacrifices、uh, that were required to be offered、uh, in the temple、uh, to atone for、uh, the sins of God's people, so that They can approach God and worship Him.、Uh, there was also an additional, just a complex set of ceremonial rules for their purity and cleanliness, how they are to dress,、um, what they are to eat or not eat, and so on and so forth. This was so that they would be marked as clean people、uh, who can then approach、uh, the presence of a holy God. But even throughout the Old Testament, what you find is a lot of the writers hint at the fact that、uh, there is going to be one day、uh, something or someone that will fulfill the, all the requirements of the law even better, and that's why God says time and time again throughout the Old Testament, "It's not sacrifices I want. It's not your outward law keeping I want. There's something else." And、uh, we see when Jesus comes. And and he does things so differently、uh, from the law, and what he says is, I'm not here to abolish the law. I'm here to fulfill it. I'm here to fulfill it. And what does that look like? Well, it, on the surface, it looked like he was breaking it.、Uh, he, I mean, in Mark chapter seven,、um, 
he says it's not what enters you, but what comes out of your heart that makes you unclean, and and therefore it says in uh, chapter seven verse nineteen, thus he declared all foods clean. Um, and when it comes to touching lepers and dead bodies and things like that, all, the Old Testament had cleanliness laws against all of that. Uh, Jesus seemed to ignore them. Well, why is that? The reason is because right here at the cross in Jesus's death, he was removing every barrier of uncleanness from God's people. All the need for cleanliness, all the need for the sacrificial system was fulfilled in Jesus's once and for all sacrifice of himself. And through him, his people, all of his people are declared clean. And so all of the ceremonial laws and the sacrificial laws find their fulfillment in Christ. And therefore, Hebrews says uh, he does away with the old and establishes uh, the new through him, through this better covenant and a better sacrifice and a better high priest through a better temple that is his body. Uh, we walk through the torn curtain of his body into uh, the presence of God. And so this one statement, actually one word, uh, it is finished, tetelestai, that word encompasses so much. It's almost like the hinge that connects the Old and the New Testament and it shows us um, how all the people of God, all the nations in the world can look to the cross and what happened on Friday uh, of Holy Week and find their ultimate hope uh, in Jesus. Hope of forgiveness of sin, the hope of being reconciled to God, the hope of being with God forever, being with our loved ones forever. That hope is found in the work of Christ who finished it all. And so we have every reason to call this Friday Good Friday um, because it was there uh, that the Son of God finished all the good uh, work that is required for us to be with God and for God to be with us forever. So throughout today, let's uh, continue to pray and let's look forward to praying together this evening at 7 p.m. Uh, through the Zoom link that was sent to you and also shared on Facebook. And let's draw near uh, to the hope we have uh, in the cross of Jesus Christ. And also uh, cry out for his mercy that he extended to us from the cross uh, to come to us now, to be more palpable now uh, during this season when we are in, in, a, in a dire need, um, an urgent need for his uh, comfort, his healing, and for his presence. So let's draw near to the cross and let's pray that we will sense and the world will sense on this Good Friday more of God's mercies and grace. And again, hope to see uh, many of you tonight uh, at 7 p.m. Uh, for our Good Friday prayer.